I came home with a connect and got started abruptly. That's five figures off a chicken I bought at Kentucky. We did that twice, then invested in artists that's hungry. To change a young nigga life and launder the money. Wait, no handouts, I'm going on three summers legit. Machine cutter and West and me, each one of us rich. Before I did it, they ain't know these numbers exist. A nigga left the plug, then blew up 300 to six. Mm, yeah, 4G autos varying, smoking while I'm staring. I don't gotta pick these hoes, they volunteering. What up, podcasters? I'm one half of the Gold Members Podcast. You already know I'm a certified Gold Member, and my name's Herb Reed. What's up, podcasters, man? It's your boy, man, other half of the podcast, man. You know, your boy Tyson, man. Make sure y'all kicking it with us, man. Follow us on Instagram, at Gold Members Podcast. Tap in with us. You already know, and check us out on all the top digital streaming platforms. That's Apple, Spotify, Amazon. In Google Podcasts, you already know what it is, bro. What's goody, man? Shit, what episode man. is this? Episode 17. 17. 17. Sounds good. I remember when I was seventeen years old, man. Seventeen. I thought that she was old. I like it. I like it. Remember when I thought that she was old, man? How was your weekend? Season two, might I add? Not season to two. not to not season to cut two. you off, but season two, season two, might I add? Episode number seventeen. But how was my weekend? Um. I mean, you know, regular weekend, man. I'm in I'm in overtime grind mode right now, so I'm totally locked in. I ain't hanging out, I ain't partying, I ain't bar hopping. I'm in grind mode, overtime. You might catch me at the function. I ain't gonna hold you, man. But I might be low key, real low. But I ain't gonna be there for too long. I'm gonna be in and out, and I'm out. After, matter of fact, when we went and got that food on Saturday, mm-hmm. after I left from with you, tell me why some chick hit me. Mm. In her car on, on Columbus. Oh, Road. like oh, I yeah. thought somebody like hit your line, hit nah. your somebody hit you. Nah, she hit my like like ran me from the back with the V, like like crashed into my shit. Right, so look, I hop out. Mind you, I'm mad, calm, I'm chilling, got the seatbelt on, feeling safe. Mm-hmm. I hop out. She gonna sit there and tell me she's pregnant, bro. No, no, no. This is what she said to me. She said, <laughs> she said, my baby kicked me. So I looked in the back of her car, ain't see no baby. <laughs> <laughs> I look in the back of the whip like, like where the baby at? She she point to her stomach, bro. This, she might, oh my god, bro, she no, might have been it. yo, bro. She might have been all the two weeks, man. Like, no, she didn't, man. I ain't seen nothing there, man. Like two or three weeks. I'm like, you know what, shorty? My car's not messed up. Your car's not messed up. We out of here, man. She already blaming the baby. The baby yeah, ain't baby. even she born say yet. Kicked her. I said, well, shit, you're looking for me. Like, how it kicked you? I thought it might have kicked you in the back. You turned around and popped them. Right, you know? right. She, she going to go in my stomach. I said, oh, man, this is crazy. Bro. Hey, listen, if 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 the baby kicked you, it's going to cause accidents. You need to be off the road for the next eight to nine months. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, the fuck you do, you man. You go sit down somewhere. But shout out to us, man. Episode 17, man. Yeah, I'm excited, man. Go check out episode number 16. Great episode. Shout out to everybody that streamed that last episode, man, and everybody that's supporting the Gold Members Podcast. You know we appreciate the love all day, every day. Um, But, yo, let's go ahead and get into these um, quick takes. Everybody's been talking about this Kanye and Drake concert. Yeah, man, I ain't gone front, man. I actually, I I, I got to the crib kind of late when it came out. So uh, this past weekend, Drake and um, 
Kanye did a, co- uh, a concert out in LA and um, it was to free Larry Hoover and to raise some awareness to Larry Hoover, not to raise money, but awareness. So I, I don't know how much awareness they I think they did use to raise money too. It was, no, oh, it they was definitely the raised, they definitely raised the money for sure because there's no way that they, they did a, a clothing line with Balenciaga and it looked like that. Yeah. Like they did a little, a little merch line with Balenciaga and it looked kind of terrible. Um, but overall, the show was pretty good to me, man. I enjoyed it. Even though on the East Coast, it was a late show. It was on Amazon. It wasn't on Apple or nothing like that. So it was accessible to everybody much more. I mean, t- in my opinion. Um, but that's, Kanye, how, that's how you know they got a bag for it, too. It was on Amazon. Yeah, it was on Amazon, especially from both of them not doing, like, because Kanye was just doing a bunch of Apple shit recently. All his little Donda shows, all of them shits was, like, on Apple. So I'm like, damn, what the fuck happened? Why you ain't go back to Apple? But... Whatever the case may be with that, but Kanye put on the show, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. Did a whole lot of classics. I, you could tell that the show was kind of made for Kanye to mm-hmm. do alone, and he added Drake. Because if you think about it, when he went to Drink Champs, he wasn't he he was already pushing a concert, yeah. but he didn't have Drake on the bill with him. Mm-hmm. So you could tell that you know from the amount of songs he did that he just brought Drake on the bill. Cause he agreed to come on late and they rocked out that way. But there was some songs I wish that they did together. Like say it was real. Mm-hmm. I wish Drizzy would have did his verse to that. You know what I mean? And just collabed it with, you know, just some shit that they did together. I wish they would have done. Um, my favorite song is glow by them two together. So I wish they would have did that. And there was a whole lot of stuff, man, that went on with the show. But it was a dope show. Did you check it out? Like you seen a little bit of clips, right? I watched, I watched some, some clips, um, but honestly, man, I couldn't. I couldn't really get into it. I don't know. I I think I'm turning into like a real. It's either I'm turning into an old man, or you know, I'm just not like a stickler for certain entertainment, mm-hmm. or you know, I got a distaste for it. whatever the case may be. I don't know, but it's just certain things. It's just not sparking an interest with me. Like I just, and I, I did watch some of the, some of the clips, so I did get to see, you know, bits and pieces of it. But I don't know. I just felt like I could be doing something so much better with my time. It's it's really hard for me to kind of get into that type of stuff right now. Yeah, I don't now know. I feel, I feel you. I, to me, I literally had it on as, in the background on my TV as I was, you know, fucking around, chilling, whatever the fuck. It was late as shit at night, so yeah. and I ain't had nothing to do. So I'm, I was watching it, rolling up, smoking that good. Yeah. And, and I vibed out to it. Um, I mean— nigga, I mean, you know, just kind of like I said, like I'm just I'm in I'm in overtime mode. I'm in overtime grind mode. So, again, just like how I'm using my time. I mean, because even, you know, and and big ups to them, like big ups to Kanye. Kanye is doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing. He's supposed to be, you know, taking, you know, uh, leveraging his celebrity, you know, to kind of raise money, raise awareness. You know, Pac had this. Pac actually came up with this idea years ago, and he talked about it or whatever. How he wanted to do free concerts and 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 bring on different rappers from those cities, from the industry, and have them perform in these different communities to raise money and to raise awareness. So I, I'm totally for you know what I mean what he's doing, and that's kind of also what I look at it too is like. You know, Kanye is, you know, this is a project that he decided to do. This is Mm -hmm. something that he decided to take on. And so while we're all sitting there being entertained, you know, Kanye West is, you know, executing a strategic plan for a project that he wanted to do. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of feel like Kanye's on his job. He's doing what he's supposed to be doing. Let me get on my job and do what I need to be doing. Because, again, he, you know, put this concert on to raise awareness, to raise funds for Larry Hoover. You know, got all types of money through ticket sales. Probably got a nice check cut from Amazon. Fair to say he did a fundraiser, pretty much, mm-hmm. you know, to raise, you know, several million dollars. I'm pretty sure he came up with. So, you know, I'm just I'm 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 always thinking about that. I'm always looking at, you know, whenever there's a new, you know, album out or a new video out, new movie, new documentary, TV series, whatever it is, you know, that that's people hard at work. Mm-hmm. You know, the the all the, everybody that made that happen earned credentials from that. So I always try to keep that in the front of my mind like, you know, I I need to be on my job. Yeah. Because everybody else is on there. So at least Kanye, in this case, he's on his. Yeah, he is on his job. He definitely did some things, you know, to bring light to the situation. Um, also, he was out there fighting for the love of his life. He was out there singing his fucking heart out. <laughs> now, I did see that part. Now, when I when I did go into the living room and <laughs> see the t- and look at the TV, it was on that part. <laughs> nah, check it, though. Nah, check it, though. Because what he say? What he say? I need you to run back home to me. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically, Kimberly. The next fucking day she filed for to be to be legally single. The yeah, next she, morning. She's filed. She's filed for that. He did that in front of millions of people. Millions. And she saw it. The next day she filed to be single. She's filed. She's that it, it ain't hitting the same. It don't feel the same. What I tell you, bro? After a while, you got to change it up. She got to switch it up. She done probably been there sitting there quiet. I watched the Kardashian episode not too long ago. She might have been going through it. She said, I need a young nigga to take me to the up. Did she say that for real? Huh? Did she say that for yeah, real? Yeah, she need a change. She needs something different. Like, this is what she's not. She didn't sign up for this, to be home alone every day. Ye wasn't even there for the... Why they had COVID. <laughs> and that's, yeah, he's he had COVID man. too, though. He already had it. He ain't with the family, nigga. Yeah, he's a wild one, man. But at the same time, that's what you signed up for. Yeah, you get him. You get him. How you... Uh, You're you, going uh, yeah. you to lose him the, lose same, him the way same way, way you, you got, got him. him. For sure. So, there you go. For sure. Can't argue with that. There you go. That's been yeah. proven. It's proven. It's a proven yeah, fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's just how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I but, guess, I guess, in that case, you're right. But, but I can say after he, after she did file for the divorce, you know how niggas get after after you know it's over. After when you know it's over, when you, you know, know it's you over, got the cuffs off and you get to go crazy. Ye was at Rolling Loud with Future and Chris Brown going crazy. He actually had a better show there. Then he had with Drizzy. Yeah. He was out there. He freestyled. Did you hear the freestyle he did with Future? Uh-uh, I didn't hear He went fucking dumb on that freestyle with Future off the top of the head. And that brought me to Chris Brown, bro. Mm. Ain't nobody fucking with that young man Ain't nobody on the stage, fucking dog. with Breezy, yeah, when they come, come to that stage. And that was like his first time performing in like two, three years. Mm-hmm. He burnt that shit down, B. He need his own tour like like around the nation. Like I'm trying to pull up again and see him go crazy in there. Not him, but the joints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, <laughs> nah, I gotta see Breezy. I want to see Breezy though. Nah, nah, nah. I'm gonna see Breezy go. Yeah. But I know he definitely gonna bring him yeah, out. Yeah, he yeah. gonna bring him out. Yeah, you know I mean, but that's definitely on the bucket list and to see Breezy saying. perform live, though. Yeah, I, I only seen him perform live 
at the garden. Yeah, yeah. I think I might have seen him like summer jam. It was, like it was, it was some, it was like a yeah, mixture concert. It, was like it wasn't holiday like holiday jam or some shit. Yeah, like that it wasn't I went like to. his concert. I need to see a breezy yeah, show. Yeah, I need to go to a breezy yeah. show because he got over two hundred thousand songs for me, man. So. You know what I mean? Breezy keep niggas in that bag. Yeah, Breezy. He's Breezy got that bracket. catalog. He got that catalog. He in all, all the way age back bracket. from teenage years all the way up till now. Right he now, got that catalog. He got that catalog for niggas. He's yeah. in all age bracket. So, you know what I mean? No, ain't nobody fucking with Breezy, even though we did say earlier that Usher could probably do a little verses with him, but I don't think Usher got enough pep in his step to keep up right now. Yeah, I think Usher got it, man. Don't sleep you on Usher, man. You think he could keep up, though? I think he could keep up. I mean, they, they, they got a song, which is one of my favorite songs yeah. just recently that um I forget what it was called, but that was my joint. What was it? Um, with 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 Usher, and Breezy, Usher okay. and Breezy, they got the video in it and everything. You want know my baby? Let me know if you curse it. If you come in with it, baby, come and get it. You gotta let me find it. Try a new thing. It's called Flame. Try oh. a new thing. That's that's that shit. It is new flame. That's that shit. That's my yeah, joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rose is on that joint. This joint. Yeah. This is my yeah, shit. Yeah, they can go crazy on this. And they went like crazy said, in the video, breezy, too. It's Breezy Chat. Yeah. This is my joint. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. Breezy, Breezy definitely got them, them, them bang. Bre- I ain't even gonna go in a Breezy catalog, man. Breezy's catalog is fucking stupid, man. But yeah, bro. What we got next, man? Um, your man, um, oh, oh no, well, today, today marks a day in history. Um, Steph Curry done confiscated the three point record Shout out in to the NBA. Steph, man, the baby face assassin. Yeah, legend. So he passed, he passed uh, Reggie Miller and Ray Allen for the most threes in NBA history. And he did it in like half the game. Yo, and I was going to say, it feels like he got so much left in his career to go. It's like, you already got the three-point record? Record, you know what I mean? And he like, I don't even know how long. That, that might be like less than 10 years. Ten Is that 10 years? No, nah, he's 10 in. He's, he's 10, he's about 10, 10, 12 he's about 10, 12 in. in now. But you got to remember the first Damn. two, he was out with the ankles. Like, he wasn't even playing the first two years. Right. So he missed like two seasons for real, like trying to heal and get his ankles together before he came out here. It's fitting, though, because... Because he had his coming out party at Madison Square Garden. They wanted the Knicks to draft him before, but they passed on him. And then he broke the record at Madison Square Garden. Yo, today. a lot of, let me tell you, a lot of, I remember when Steph was coming out, coming out of college, a lot of people passed on Steph. A lot of people were saying he wasn't going to be a good point guard, Yo, the, the, that he was too small, he couldn't handle the ball, all of that. But now if you look think at about him. it, bro. The Timberwolves should burn that fucking franchise down. <laughs> I mean, I, we love Johnny Flynn. Johnny Flynn was that guy. You, got, you can't, but but you're not gonna take two point guards over stuff yeah. like that in yeah. the same draft. Yeah, him and Rubio. Yeah, they did. And it, they just literally totally skipped over him with two picks after yeah. he did what he did for two years. Yeah, because Johnny Flynn was uh, MVP of the summer league. 
Johnny Johnny Flynn was that nigga. Johnny Flynn was that nigga. Yeah, yeah. He, he just, just, got just he had that little back problem. That big back problem, man. Yeah. But shout out to Steph, man. Shout out to his father, man, for keeping him in the, you know, putting him in the realm like that, man. Keeping him around the game and helping him modify his jump shot and shit. Yeah, he got it. He got I, it. Because his, his younger brother's up there in the field goal percentages. So. Yeah, Seth is you know Seth, I mean? Seth's having a great year right now. A great now. career. He kind of he carved a out a great career because he, yeah. he, you know what I mean? When he first came out, it, it wasn't looking too clean. Know yeah, what I mean? it yeah. wasn't too clean for him, and now he's like one of the all-time leading free throw. I mean, three-point percentage shooters. So yeah, well, shout out to Steph, man, for uh, taking over that record. He definitely beat one of my favorites, Reggie Miller, man, one of my all-time favorite. That, that players, was your so. dog back in uh, the he day. Still is, still is, still is. <laughs> like but, him on TV, of course, okay. of course, Reggie. But I hate he right, he right where he belong. He is, he is right where he belong. You right about that. But I also been hearing that your man Kyrie supposed well may they got. They have quote unquote renewed optimism that he's gonna come back. Yo, it's just like going to jail, man. If y'all do something together, everybody hold out, don't talk too much, don't say too much. We going home. But I think I think I think they only gonna let him back because they got so many players in, in COVID protocol. So rather than them, so why let somebody a bunch else without a vaccine come back? Huh? Why let somebody else without a vaccine come back if we're out with protocol? That means he could easily catch it too, right? True. True. So it's like Absolutely. why bring him back? Absolutely. But I think I think um even though I want him back. That's my guy. I'm glad he stood out, man. Stood his stood stood still. I mean, stood firm on his word mm-hmm. and that's exactly what they they came running back. They came to him cuz they know they need him. Well, I don't know. It, it, nothing, the, the nothing. Nets are not winning the championship without Kyrie Irving. But I'm just saying they haven't officially said that they're going to allow him to play. They haven't, but they show my my guy showed himself lacing up the kicks. Somebody they said, said they somebody said, said he's on his renewed. way to the Doctor Sebi convention, but I try to let niggas slide with that little joke that they had on niggas. Yeah, they're saying they're saying they're saying renewed optimism. So I mean, we don't know what that means. I know that, like, I, I know that New York is actually making their their COVID protocols a little bit more harsh right now. Are they? They're going to they tighten it up some more. Yeah, I'm I'm hearing you can't even go into bars and restaurants without being vaccinated. Yeah, I seen that. I seen so that. I heard that New York is kind of tightening up, but I know that they're, they're also in not just New York, but other states are trying to do different things. Um, I, I heard like like these take home COVID tests or these at home COVID tests yeah, is one of the we things. We sent out like um, two million of them here in Massachusetts. Yeah, today, actually. Yeah. Um, and I remember my job used to be um in the midst of COVID. My overnight, we used to have to take those um those those COVID tests, nigga, and send them in overnight. So them shits was mad difficult. But you had to use like saliva and spit those ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I, know, I know that they are trying to do different things, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with Kyrie. I know that they're talking about, you know, thinking about letting him play away games and stuff. I mean, because that that might that might work in a in a case where you know they got a bunch of players that's in COVID protocol and can't hurt. play. But you know, if they have like a four, five, six game road trip. And he might be able to play in those four, five, six games, mm-hmm. and that might be enough time for some of those other players to get through COVID protocol. So, who knows? We'll yeah, see. I, I heard that they um they're trying to you know open the floodgates a little bit more for the G League players to come up a little bit more. But mm-hmm. even at in the same time with them, like they still got to go through protocol and precautions before they can even come up to practice and playing games with mm-hmm. the other team. So there's a whole lot that's taking place with that. But hopefully they let my guy Kyrie get on the floor because I hope niggas don't think he was just sitting at home with his new baby chilling. 
I, I hope not either. My nigga been getting right. He's ready. I, I hope they. I hope because the Nets definitely need him. Oh, I, need I, him. I agree with you on that. Oh, they they not winning no championship without him. Not one fucking yeah. They for might sure. not. They might not get out the first round depending on who they play. Yeah, depending on who they play. And if James Harden ain't in shape, because that nigga is out there looking crazy. Yeah, he's looking terrible. I don't know what's up with him, man, but. Yeah, shout out to Kyrie. Hopefully Kyrie get back in action, man, and we get to see some more action from the guy. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Oh, yeah, shout out to Baz, man. Baz had his baby boy. Oh, shout out to Billy Badass one time. Shout out to Bizzo, man. You got him a little baby boy here, man. Um, Lennox, man. Shout out to little baby boy Lennox. I know you're going to raise him up to be a, a champion, such okay. as himself. Okay. You know what I mean? Little Lennox. I um, like it. And shout out to my bro Weebo, too, man. He had his baby today. Oh, Weebo. <laughs> 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 Certified gold member GFB You know what I'm saying <laughs> Okay what I mean? then bro So bro that did his thing today man There's a whole lot of baby making baby popping out right now A whole man. lot of COVID babies yeah, man. man Baby making man Everybody in the crib cooking up nice meals And, and making glasses of wine And sliding in without that And falling I mean? asleep in it Yeah, I, yo. Falling asleep That's in it That's a different game Hey listen it's More like, power to you man More blessings man Everybody having newborns Where it's a warm world in there Yeah everybody Everybody having newborns man um, It's a blessing man definitely A lot of love a, to y'all Definitely a blessing brody But bro I see I see you got that new Russ um, Pulled up man There was a lot of new music that came out recently. Yeah, we was actually um, bumping some of this Russ on our way to go grab some food up. Yeah, I like this album. I like it, it, I like I like what he did on this joint right here. How he went and got all the all the all the heavy spitters, all mm-hmm. the all the top tier spitters. And you know what's so crazy? This is his second one. On the first one, he had a lot of rap, a, a lot of you know deep rappers on that one too. I think he had like Black Thought and a couple of other people. Mm-hmm. But his track list for this one was mm-hmm. tight, crazy. He got Ransom, Papoo, Style P. West, give me some. Give me that. Gun. Give me that ransom joint. I like that this ransom. Is, this joint. is it right here. This is it right here. He got Snoop, Big Crit, DJ Premier, J Electronic, Joey Badass, Wale, Big Sean, Conway, Ghostface. He got Ghostface on. He got Ghostface with Conway, and he got Shy the Prince with Lloyd Banks. Come on. Got face he got spitters. That's what he's doing with this chomp shit. You know how he funded this joint, though? Yo, this nigga's smart, bro. He funded this by taking out a, a credit line from the bank instead of getting a loan from oh, yeah. his record label. Oh, yeah, and just paid all his features with paid that? paid all his features with that, paid it off, that. and now he's getting that bread back. Everything's coming in. Yeah, he 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 he, bas- he basically used the bank. Well, how did labels do? Yeah, the label. He basically just used the bank in place of the label. And that's the thing. The label is just getting a nice loan because they're actually good on their credit with these motherfuckers. Right, but I'm just saying, as far as the advance money that that they give to an artist, it's essentially a loan. Yeah, at 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 whatever interest rate they put on it. Mm-hmm. So if you go into the bank and you dealing with the bank that you already got a good line of credit with, they give you their interest rate, the lowest possible interest rate, and you, you pay it back. You kind of in debt to yourself. You're not really in and, debt to nobody else. Yeah, and you'll be in debt to yourself and the motherfucking record label if you were with the record label. Right. It's like, you know what I mean? Why not just do it yourself like you would do in college? That's why I wish I would have been a little bit smarter, man. Hold up. Hit Benny out. Hit Benny out. I mean, Ransom. 
Yeah, I like this. I like what he did with this drink. Ransom right be going here. fucking crazy, man. I, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad he's getting to be like on what he like deserves. yeah with Flowers. these with these top tier industry cats like Russ. Like he's he's getting that shine. That's a good look. Who, who was um who was it that we put somebody else? Well, on this joint, on this on this project, or it was somebody else's album? Oh no, nah, somebody that he, that Ransom's rapping with on that tape that we always listen to. Was it Rome Street? Oh yeah, Rome Streets. Nigga. Yeah. You go crazy on the track with, Ron, with Ransom, though. I like the drink he got with Papoose on Because <laughs> Pat be dumbing, nigga. He went for Papoose. You gotta be, you gotta be like either real confident in your bars or like. You can hear the beat. It's smackish. Look. You know it's smack. You know it. You know it. <laughs> Come on, nigga. Go. Alphabets, nigga. Good. Goldman's podcast, man. Shit. Episode 17 That's Pat We gotta cut him off We don't want to hear it Yeah right 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 right, right. Matter of fact that's enough That's enough man Hold up man I was built for this game like a brick wall Uh huh On stilts in the rain about the pitfall That's all I got for. That's all I got for. Yeah, Pat. Pat went crazy on that. Pat went crazy on that. Man. There was some other good joints. Ross put out a new album. Ross put out an album. Um, um, my youngin NBA young boy. He flashed that album out Come there on, with man. uh with, with Birdman. Birdman, real New Orleans nah, I mean, like. Um, shout out to my guy. Bro. Shout out to my, my nigga guy. NBA. Even though my nigga's out there doing his thing, man, trying to clean up his attitude, clean up his image, and make sure he do the right thing for his family so he could be around for a while. I fuck with the young boy, man. Yeah, um, for sure. Shout out my nigga Tory Lanez too. Alone at prom. Tory Lanez. I, I like, like that. that Tory Lanez. Yeah, you right. It was it was definitely giving them eighties vibes. He was giving me real new edition. Ralph Tresvant type vibes yeah, on that joint. He sure was, and I was loving it, man. I'm happy that he's even like trying to, you know, step into a different lane. Like it, it kind of might have gave some old heads that feel of that uh, back in the day. If you go into a nice party or something like that, you got that shit grooving. Yeah. Some old heads from the '80s probably come in, man, and fucking start their own shit up. Yeah, nah, that shit. I, I like that joint. He probably gonna get that. Couple of them songs in like some movies and some commercials. Yeah. I don't know. My man is like blackballed. Like, yeah, there him? was no press around the album. Like, they're not promoting this joint. Like, it's not. It don't even pop up in like the newest albums when you go on um, Apple Music. None of that. They really. And he was just in court today. You know, for the whole Meg The Stallion thing. Oh, you hear what they said he told her to do before? <laughs> they said he, told they said he was like, dance, bitch, dance, bitch, and then he shot. Like what? <laughs> That don't even sound right to me but I don't like, know if I can believe that that it just sound too movie and then that was from a police officer. Police officer said that. Like, why would a police officer be right there and hear while he talking about dance, dance bitch, bitch and then let some shots and let some off. shots fly? Like, what you? And he don't get shot. Yeah, or shot at. Yeah, like I don't know. It, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know, man. I don't they know. need to get to the bottom of this because I, I ain't even gonna front you. It's starting to become 
insensitive. Like, yeah, it's starting not to be taken as serious as everybody was taking it when it first happened and when it first came out because they just keep coming out with all different types and of see, wild and shit. See, and see, you know, we 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 we're probably gonna talk about it a little bit later on this episode. But why this, you know, is such a serious thing. Mm-hmm. And if this is something that stage when there's real situations like this happening, yeah, this ain't that ain't nothing to play with. Where, cause like. Only thing that I've seen out of this, I haven't seen this nigga go to jail. I haven't seen nothing really bad come out of the courtroom from this mm-hmm. with him. The only thing I seen was her career kind of take off. Mm. Yeah. More than it did. For sure. You know I mean, more than where it was. It was already popping. I'm going to give her that. But her shit kind of skyrocketed and took off a little bit more after this situation. You know what I mean? And, you know, just the sympathy and the, mysteri- and the mysteriousness about the situation will make people gravitate towards it. So, yeah, you know what I mean? I don't know, man. I just hope that um, they come out with something soon. Let somebody know something because people are starting really not to give a fuck and not to believe shit. And it's starting to become jokes. I won't be surprised you start hearing this shit in, com- um, in comedy skits soon. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Oh, this whole Meg Thee Stallion. Yeah, Turing. Turing. yeah for sure. Soon it's going to be in, in, in skits and shit soon because nothing yeah, happened. Somebody going to talk about it. But somebody going to get to that shit, man. And it's going to be insensitive again when they talk about it. But right now they're just waiting too long to get this shit going. So, yeah. I don't know, man. Hopefully they, they let us know something soon because. But either wow. way, go check out that nigga's new album, man. Go support that black man. Yeah, go support Go support man, that Turing black Lanes. man. And my young boy, um, a Boogie with the Hoodie, you know, that's my guy. Man. Oh, yeah, so, A Boogie did a Boogie just Boogie drop. A Boogie dropped his little EP, man. A lot so. of new music out there. Yeah, so if you need some way to, some, you know, something to ride around to, something to vibe out to, man, make sure you do that, man, because it's, it, it, there's a whole lot of music out here, man. You can twirl you one up, man, go for a ride around the city like I do at nighttime and, and twirl one, get for right. Sure. For sure. Um, And real quick, just, just before we end this segment, I got to give a shout-out, man, to my to my school, man, my HBCU, Norfolk State University, man. We was just named the number one band out of all HBCUs. You know what I mean? If you know anything about that, you know that's major because the bands in HBCUs, that's a big thing. So um undefeated, undefeated ESPN, which is a, a major Media outlet. I don't know if y'all know about them, but undefeated ESPN man just said just ranked Norfolk State as the number one Division One HBCU band. Man, shout out to Norfolk State Spartan Legion. I used to live on the band floor, so a lot of my homies was in the band. So my roommate was in the band. So shout out to Norfolk State man, Spartan Legion. But yo, make sure y'all go check us out. On social media at Gold Members Podcast on Instagram. Check out the Gold Members Podcast Facebook page as well. What else we got, bro? Um, I thought we might have was gonna get into the um the Pole Boy Zero situation. Did you want to go into that right now? Yeah, we can. So actually, you know, even more recent than that, um, there was an incident that happened mm-hmm. recently. In Baltimore, Maryland, and um, I'm pulling up the article right now. Um, and it says right here, it says police said, uh, "Hold on, let me get this right. This is this is this is a this touchy is subject. Yeah, it's mad. Both of but, them are touchy, like the whole. But we want to make sure that we, you know, delivering this information the appropriate way. So let me get this right. You know what I mean? Because we're gonna read this from." Credible sources and all of that. 
Um, it says right here from the Baltimore Sun. Um, it says police said Rajay Sharif Black, 44, fatally shot his ex-girlfriend Tara LeBang, 41, inside a home in South Baltimore. He then traveled to Columbia and gunned down his ex-wife, Wendy Natalie Black, 42 years old. And um, and it, it, it kind of hit social media and went viral in a sense uh, because during the time that this was all happening, the man Sharif Black, uh, Rajay Sharif Black, was on Facebook Live actually streaming the entire thing. And there's that one clip that's been you know, going around online where he basically, you know, says that he just shot his ex-girlfriend in the head. And then um, he's actually seems like he's at the residence of his ex-wife. And he talks about how he's going to kill her next. And it looks like she shows up just before the video ends or just before that clip ends. And he goes and apparently... You know, did what he said he was going to do and shot and killed his ex-wife. Um, and so, you know, it's it's definitely been a shocker. And then following that, we had the incident here in Lowell, Massachusetts. That was before. Yeah. Well, yeah, before. Mm-hmm. But, you know, subsequently, I'm just saying. And then don't forget that he took his own life, too. Yeah. And he yeah. So, they, yeah, he, he did. He killed himself. So they ruled it as a double With his murder kids in the car. Yeah, they 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 ruled it as a double murder suicide, mm-hmm. um, and then yeah, so not after, but subsequently, you know, to this topic, there was also the incident in Lowell, Mass, where the young man, you know, stabbed and killed the child, the mother of his child, mm-hmm. um, which was a young woman that was here from Boston. Um, he was also here from Boston. They were just living in Lowell at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so very very touchy subjects, but. You know, I, I think I think it's 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 worth some discussion because, you know, there's 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 so many things to to take from it, to take from it, you know, to absorb from it. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, you know, we have women who lost their lives. So I think that has to be first and foremost. You can't discount that. Yeah. You know, these women lost their lives, you know, unwarranted. You know what I mean? And probably in the worst way possible. At the hands of someone they probably potentially loved at a point in time in their life. Exactly. Mm-hmm. By someone who probably loved them. Yeah. At one particular point in their life. And that's and I'm glad you bring that up because that's why I think it's worthy of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Because these things do stem from relationships. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or at least from a relationship. These were people that, like you said, they were intimately involved with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and then just nowadays with relationships being so common or being so desired and everyone has relationship goals and everyone's looking for their life partner, you know, you you never really see your relationship ending like this. Or sometimes you do and you're able to make that exit. But sometimes you just get too far down that path and then it's hard to get away and then people don't know how to really deal with it at that point. Yeah. You know nah, what I mean? So what I was thinking, bro, is um, just from looking at both situations, they both had young babies involved in both situations is what, you know, that that's, that was something that kind of stuck out to me because, you know, even in, even in a Baltimore case, he had a newborn on the way with his girlfriend mm. that he killed and she right. was pregnant. 
mm. with the child, and he was getting a custody battle with his wife over his other children. Mm. You know what I mean? And I don't know, you know, we, we get to the mental health thing with men and how we just pass things off. We don't talk about shit. We don't voice a lot of stuff. We don't get a lot of shit out there to people. You know what I mean? We kind of bottle shit up a lot. And supposed to take it on the chin. Like, you know what? Go ahead, bro. Like, toughen up. Whatever it is. Niggas don't even cry like they're supposed to cry. Right. You know what I mean? And um, in this situation, we had the, um, him probably just going through something mentally. Like, money-wise. It could have been financially. You know what I mean? It could be love. Like, he could be lo- like in love with his his wife, and she don't want to be with him no more. She's taking him to court. He's going to have to owe all this money. He's thinking about payments. All different types of crazy different stuff could come into your mind. Right. But in the case here with the state, you know, the case here in Boston, them two definitely, you know, they, they were younger. You know what I mean? They were a whole 20 years younger than the other situation. You know right. what I mean? So there was this was young love. You know, stuff yeah. that took, you know, the whole thing kind of, came to play on Facebook. You know mm. what I mean? Like, yeah. they talked about a lot of this stuff. They was voicing a whole lot of their problems on Facebook. So this is stuff that we can see. And you know what's crazy? Everybody's kind of going to Facebook for this cry for help. Yeah. Like, they're going live. They're posting stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, you know, back in the day, it might have been a little bit more quiet. No more ways to really do that type of stuff. Or, you know, get your message out there and let people know how you're really feeling. But I just feel like now everybody's going straight to Facebook. You can learn or figure out what's really trying, like going on with somebody on these apps now because people are voicing it there. And with the situation here in Boston, they were arguing on Facebook the whole week leading up to what happened. Mm. Yeah, I, I did hear that. I you did know what hear I mean? that. He's not claiming, you know, not, not trying to claim, you know, the baby and all this stuff. He's saying all this crazy stuff going back and forth on Facebook. They're subliminally posting about each other. And it just brought, like, a, a weird feeling to me as to why she would, you know, not. I'm, I'm not going to blame her. That's the father of her child. She has the right to go to his house. But it's like, he's saying all this stuff. It's such a sticky situation. Why not try to stay away from him until it's figured out? He said he wanted a DNA test and all this crazy stuff. I just felt like something needed to be happened to avoid it. But we didn't know this was gonna happen. No, that's the last yeah. thing you thought would happen. Yeah, no, nah, you don't. You don't. You don't really think like stuff like this is because I'll tell you what. On Thanksgiving, bro. Right on Thanksgiving, because look, I'll tell you what. Just speaking from my own personal perspective, right? Mm-hmm. I have five sisters. Mm-hmm. And all my sisters are old enough to date. Some of them are even married, right? And so regardless of what happens, I, I'm not going to say regardless of what happens, but things happen, you know, when when you have sisters and they're in a relationship with a dude. It doesn't always go to best, just like everybody else's relationship. Mm-hmm. My relationships don't always go to best, so I'm not judging. But what I'm saying is a lot of times... You don't always interfere with your siblings or your relatives' relationships, especially when it's a woman, because you have in your mind, well, she's going to go back to him anyway. You know what I mean? That's one of the kind of things that you that you think. Your first reaction is to always defend your sister or defend your relative, but then when you sit back and think about it, it's like, all right, I'm going to get into it with this dude, and she's going to end up back with him anyway. That's somewhere that's in, that's in the back of your mind. And so I'm just saying that to say you don't really see this type of thing happening. You know what I mean? So it's like, where do where does the person interfere? Because, you know, a lot of stuff has been coming about about, you know, the 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 story with the the young boy, you know, from Lowell. Well, the incident that happened in Lowell, Mm -hmm. 
you know, just about like some of their history, how, you know, they she had been arrested with a gun or they had been arrested for a gun together, together and like stuff that. like that. You know, most people would say, okay, that's a good place to interfere the relationship mm-hmm. and, you know, separate them too. Well, no, it's not. It, well, obviously, that didn't happen. It's really going to bring them together. Really, it's just going to bring them together. Because they got ankle braces on. They got the same situation going on. They got the same case. They got to talk about it together. They got to figure out what's going to happen between one another. And in, the, in that process, in that whole time, because that was 2020. Right. And between that, a year from the day this pretty much happened. 2020, yeah. they got arrested in November 2020. And then now, this happened. And they had a baby in the midst of that year. Right in the middle, nine months in that, in between those twelve months, right. they had a baby. Right, and so and so even even with them having conflict on social media, and then them you know living under the same roof or sleeping under the same roof, again you never really think this is going to happen. But I tell you one thing: when I first saw the headlines, the first thing that I thought was rage, like that was rage. You know what I mean? Yeah, once I heard about like more details and stuff, I I I said it was rage, and I don't know. Yeah, it it, it was definitely rage. Like yeah, yeah, just from a just from a just from like you know a mental standpoint, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, and kind of just looking at it in hindsight, not really to say not to justify it, mm-hmm. but to just look at it in hindsight to say whoa. To, that's, that's too much to, for yeah, somebody you love to, sta- like, to stab someone fifty eight times, like. That's that's rage. Like you don't you're I don't even think that you're like in control at that point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or or at least aware of 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 what you're doing. Maybe you are, maybe you're not. But I'm just saying like this is this is what came to my mind and it was like you know, it it kind of it kind of shocked me for a second because it was like you know, I've been in a rage before to just be straightforward about it. I was trying to find like a nice way to say it. Mm-hmm. But to just be straightforward, like, I've been in a rage before. Like, I blacked out and just been that angry, you know what I mean? And then had to reflect later on, like, oh, shit, like, what really happened? Like, like what did I do? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so just kind of putting myself in the shoes, even though I could never really put myself in his shoes, but I'm just thinking, you know, hypothetically to be like, yo, like, you know, what kind of state do you have to be in or what... What what do you have to be feeling in order for you to have that kind of reaction? Yeah, because there has to be a whole lot of build up for that, right? There yeah. has to be a lot of build up towards that. Even if it's between both of them, they both could have been in that same rage, right. yelling at each other. Absolutely, you know what I mean? they both absolutely. And um, I don't know, man. It, it just the, the the details of it because it's kind of close to me. Like I know the mom, you know what I mean, like. I don't really know him, but I just know his music and shit like that. So, yeah. you know, it, it, in this particular situation, is kind of close. So, it, like, just hearing the details and shit like that, it was yeah. like, like you said, rage. But at the same time, it kind of could seem premeditated from the way they talk. Mm. You know what I mean? It just mm. kind of seemed premeditated, like, mm. like you're coming here, like. Why are you coming here? You know that I have this issue with you. You know that I don't like you. You know I don't want you. Whatever it could have been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it just seems a little bit, it could be premeditated to me. Mm. You know what I mean? So, like, that's the only thing I feel about the rage. Is yeah. Because he's already a tap little nigga. Right, right, He's right. in and out of jail for doing all types of wild shit out here. So right. he's already tapped. Right, right. So there's no telling where that could have been a normal little thing for him. You right. know what I mean? Something light. You right. know what I mean? So you just never really know. Right. 
Especially right. when it comes to a motherfucker's head nowadays, man. People are mentally ill. Now, would, now, now, could you bring that up? Now, do you think he would stab one of his enemies, a nigga he got beef with 58 times? Enraged? I'm just saying, period. If you seen a nigga on the street, no. a nigga he got beef with, you think he stabbed him 58 times? No, he's times? gonna shoot. Okay, do, do you think he would shoot him 58 times? Not 58, but he'll shoot enough. No, I'm just saying, like, you know. That's overkill, you, bro. That would, like, that's force. Right. So I'm saying, so regardless of whether he shoot or stab, do you ever think that, do, do you think he'll go into overkill on one of his enemies? No. Right. Okay. I don't. Right. All right. Okay. Unless it was premeditated and that person did something really, like, bothered, that bothers right. him. You but know even I mean? still, I don't think he would go. That I think, far, I, yeah. I think, I think if he's seen what, a nigga he got beef with, Cold-bloodedly kill one of his mans right in front of him. I still don't think he would go into overkill like that. Yeah, not like that, no. But I do think he'll let he'll try to kill the person. Yeah, maybe. 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 Because we don't even know if he's a shooter like that. True. So I maybe. I don't know, man. It's just like, it's just a young situation. So you can't, you can't even tell them, like, yo, don't you don't go over there. Stay away from this person. Like you said, like they're gonna deal with whoever they're gonna deal with. Even if he was to be like, I don't want to be around or some shit like that. Cause I got girls right now that I could say like, yo, I don't want to be with nobody. Like right. I want to be by myself. Right. And they'll still force their way onto me. Right. You know what I mean? So that's just how it goes sometimes, man. And sometimes you just gotta know how to deal with it. The maturity right. factor comes in, and who raised you and. Who's around and all that type of stuff starts to come in in these factors. You know what I mean? Like if you're coming from a loving family, a God fearing family, you, you that rage will kick in and you'll be able like to control it at some point and really remember. You know but what I that's mean? what. But that's where that's where I think having a father comes into play at. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or just having like a male figure in your life because and that's and in whose position. In, in both of their in both, positions, in both, in both. you know what I mean, and I, I do, I do want to get to the dude in Baltimore because I think that's like the other end of the spectrum yeah. a little bit. But even you know, with the with the with the young couple, you know, I think that's so, and that's one of the reasons why I want to talk about this whole thing is because that's where having a having a father is so crucial in your life. You know what I mean, and and this is. Again, one of the one of the reasons that I wanted to touch on this topic is because nowadays you hear a lot of women, especially there's this whole narrative about, you know, men being too masculine and men not showing their emotions. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And men, you know, not being, you know, afraid to act their emotions out. And a lot of times I'm I'm always thinking, well, you got to be careful with that because, you know. It's not about just men showing their emotions. It's about men controlling their emotions. And I think that that's something that's very important. You know what I mean? And we have to distinguish that. You can't just be out here telling men and putting out the the, the message that men should be more emotional. Men should show their emotions. And there's no one in place to teach these young black men how to control their emotions. Or what to do with the, yeah, what to do with those emotions. Or what to what to do with them when they arise. Because they will arise. Mm-hmm. But if a if a young dude like him has never been taught how to one Breathe. identify his emotions, control them, and then deal with them. Don't be out here telling that man to show his emotions. Because again, just, just how we was just saying, rage is an emotion. You know what I mean? 
Anger is an emotion. I learned that. I've I've taken anger management. I went to anger management courses. Anger is a that was the first thing that they told us. You know, when when I when I got to anger management, he said, "Look at look at the term anger management." You know, you only manage something that you have. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So anger is already built up in you. You know what I mean? And and yeah. there's 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 different forms of anger. There's anger that, you know, that like spurs hate that makes you want to do something. But there's also anger that makes you want to go out and protest for Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. So there's different types of and regardless of what type of anger that is, you got to be able to manage both of them. You got to be able to control them. You feel me? And so I'm kind of just speaking this like not really to women, but I I feel like it's important to kind of like paint this picture because, again, you know, you can't just tell people to just, you know, be vulnerable, you know, show your emotions. Especially without if giving them really, tools to control them. Especially if you're not really accepting of those emotions coming out. You know what I mean? Because you could be one of the dudes out there that, that's, you know, got somebody that you trust, a female that you trust. And you let let you cry in front of her and she laugh or she smirk. Or You'll never want to release anything ever again anywhere. Right. Instead of her consoling or trying to, you know, see where this is coming from. Right. You know what I mean? She might make a joke, tell her friends, hit the group chat with it. Fuck that nigga. He ain't, you know what I mean? Right, All that right. crazy shit instead of really focusing on the black man. Right, right, you know right. Because I mean? that's really a black man problem when it comes to that shit. I don't yeah. really see white people really dealing with those shit, that type of shit on a day-to-day basis. Well, at least, you know, at least the, the white women don't show it. That, but they or might they, go to or couples they, therapy. They, yeah, or they, yeah, they might go to couples therapy, or they might end up killing the nigga. Yeah, they might end up killing that man, <laughs> kill him in his, kill him in his sleep. <laughs> yeah, they didn't be on Lifetime and shit like that. Yeah, then they make him build. Yeah, that's true. yeah, yeah. But you know, but it's just you know, uh, again, man, you know, we 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 touched on a lot of the key points. You know what I mean? And I, I think it's I think it's important to have this conversation because I'm already seeing it. I'm already seeing how, you know, when, whenever things happen like this, just pay attention to the women that you follow, people that you follow on social media, because then that's when all those posts start coming out. Oh, you know, how to identify a psychopath and how to know, you know, if you're I, red, if you're if your man is a, I say you know, instance, is a killer. So remember a couple of weeks ago, we didn't want to go in on that topic with the football money who threw a shorty. Right. Remember, we didn't want to go into that. Right. Did you see the I recent did. video that just came out of him, bro? I did. I did. That, now, now, now that's scary shit. You gonna sit here and say that she fucking staged that? Well, see, I kind of understood what he was saying with that. I mean, the cam- I mean, by the camera being set up and all of that, that could be staged. Like you, you starting trouble and shit, whatever. Da, da, da. Right. But you're also documenting how it really goes down off camera. True. And the trauma that you're going in through and going through before something real crazy happens. True. And it gets taken out of hand and out of contact. Now she got a restraining order. This big buff nigga can't find her if he don't want. I mean, if he want who he can. Right. You know what I mean? But. At the same time, those are those are mental issues that that nigga got for thinking that that was okay. Still, even yeah. if it was staged, for him thinking that that was okay, not staged. If it, even if she did set him up and put the cameras up, even for him thinking it's okay to throw her like that and keep it pushing. Yeah. And then the next day, act like nothing happened. Like when the cops came, act like nothing happened. That yeah. is a, a mental issue, bro. Yeah. That's yeah. something that you need to sit down and talk about. And I, I kept hearing people when it first happened talk about CTE and all of this stuff like that. And I'm like, 
<sighs> yeah. Yeah. That's not I mean every every everybody don't yeah, play no, football. Yeah, no, C T C I I hate when they say yeah, that. Yeah, everybody don't play football. Like Yeah. You know what I mean? That that's regular common shit that's going on out here that's that's growing from within people. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, nah, but I, I think I think you're right. And when 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 he said that, because I think that's another important thing to touch on, when he said that part about him setting her up. About she said um, about about mm-hmm. her setting him up, rather. Um I understood what he was saying, but I'm like, that's not an excuse. You're still wrong for how you reacted to the situation. Yeah. Because she could have very much have known, you know, had, you know, purposely been pushing your buttons because she knows how you're going to react to it. So, yeah, let me set this camera. It ain't even about the camera. She knew the type of reaction that she was going to get out of you, but it's still unexcusable for you to react that way. And I'm only speaking this way. I'm not like speaking down on him because this is lessons that I had to learn. Like, and that that's 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 the point that I want to make. Men gotta learn, and this it goes back to controlling your reactions. Men gotta learn how I said that wrong, but you gotta learn how to control your reactions. You know what I mean? And 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 you learn that through dealing with your emotions. You know what I mean? Identify when someone's pushing your buttons. Mm-hmm. Identify, recognize. That your fucking blood is boiling when you're in the car driving to the crib all the way there. Yeah. Recognize that. You know what I mean? It's crazy because I've mastered compartmentalizing a whole lot of shit. Like, I can literally be angry as shit over here at something. Right. And literally block it out and be over here and be happy as and fuck. Be, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah, know I how do I do it, but yeah. I, I like I have like five compartments for places. If all five slots are full, you're in trouble. Yeah, 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 yeah. If all five slots are full with anger, <laughs> yeah. you're in trouble. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But majority of the time, it's only like one thing that's pissing me off. It might have been a fucking red light. Somebody probably always about to hit me that day in the car. It might have been right. something light like that. But those four other spots, I ate good. You know what I mean? I sold it to Blizz. You know what I mean? I washed. I took a nice shower. I had good breakfast. You know, whatever it is, those four slots are good. But if all five are filled up with negativity. That's when people blur out and start going crazy. So there just needs to be some type of balance also. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, these niggas need to talk. Like, we do need to talk. I think niggas need to voice a little bit more of what's going on with them. Not even really voice what's going on with them. Just share what makes them happy. Right. You know what I mean? So people can try to, you know, put forth towards those things. Even with females, share what makes you happy. Because I ain't going to lie to you. When you hear nothing but negative shit about yourself all day from somebody. Yeah. And you ain't never heard, like you're hearing more negative than good, that's when shit starts going south and everything starts to fucking deteriorate. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just feel like just putting more positivity out there, then negativity will save a lot. You know what I mean? It'll save a lot of love, save a lot of lives, and yeah. shit could keep going from there, man. But yeah. there's just so much negativity that's be stirring up shit, man, and it comes from within, like you said. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and, and you know, not being so pressed about relationships, you know what I mean? Not having to be with somebody or needing someone to, you know, validate you and, you know, needing someone to want you and wanting to do nice things for you. You know what I mean? I think that a lot of that plays into these whole relationships, too, because just the the, the idea of being in a relationship, because, you know, let's look at the whatever the common denominator is. It's the relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And relationship has has become so fantasized you know what i mean and romanticized yeah nowadays that 
people's not really looking at it. And, you know, even with the young couple that was here in uh, Massachusetts, you know, one of the things that I always say is, you know, especially as young people, we're trying to do something that takes a lifetime of experience to do. And when I say that, I'm talking about have a relationship. You know, you, you look at couples that are 20, 25, 30 years into their marriage, and they're still trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So to be at the age of 20, 25, 30 years old and think that you're going to, you know, tie your life or connect your life with someone and it's going to be all peaches and cream. For the rest of your life. That, for the rest of your life. And to think that you're some expert about it or to not even have the self-awareness to say, there's a lot about this stuff that I'm trying to do that I don't know. So I need to to learn that I'm still trying to learn. So I need to connect myself to somebody to teach me how to be a girlfriend, to teach me how to be a boyfriend, to teach me how to communicate, you know, deal with my emotions again, all those different things. And so I'm I'm always looking at that because it's like, you know, relationships are hard. And you know what's so crazy, bro? They took a lot of, I mean, I'm thankful we had it, but they took a lot of that shit out of the schools, dog. Like health class. Like we learned a lot, you know, from health, learning about the body and the mind and love, kissing, you know, just the the the, the dangers of un, un, unsafe sex. Just all that type of stuff can stem you from a whole lot of shit. Like you might not even want a relationship. You see some of that shit that you, you, you're you watching inside of your classrooms. You know what I mean? You're learning inside of your classrooms, but... Those are little small Oh, you things. might not even like that person. Because yeah. look, I tell women all the time when I'm de- when I'm dealing with a female, I'm like, yeah, I know you think you like me. But wait till you really get to know me. Let's 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 have this conversation. Don't... Let's have this conversation in about 3 to 6 months and let's see if you still think the same way about me as you do now cuz you might not and like me 6 months from now. And that's when they jump ship and try to figure it out somewhere else and it's like you're not really building nowhere. You're just trying to jump ship and finding places that make you happy instead of trying to figure out what make you correct, what make you right, what's good for you. What what makes us work as a yeah. team, which which makes us work as a unit. Yeah, I understand. You totally looking for your happiness and what makes you happy. But what about the other individual? You know what I mean? Okay, we understand how you feel, but do you understand how the other person feels? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, you know how you want me to deal with your emotions. Do you know how to deal well with mine's? That's exactly, that's what I'm saying. That's where the co- communication and the conversation needs to happen. Right. You know what I mean? And, I, like, some people are just too young to have the conversation. And the other case, with the with the people in Baltimore, right. I, that, that he could have those conversations. But it feels like he tried, but he's going through custody type shit. But he said that. He said he said in that live video, he was, like, he was blaming his ex-wife for, for his depression. He said yeah. it. Mm-hmm. He said it straight up. Like, yeah, I blame my ex-wife. For my, I don't mean to laugh. He was like, but he's like, but that's why she gonna get it too. He did say that. No, nigga, I was right there next to you. I'm like, nigga, you see this shit? He, he, was, he was all saying, one. And then he really said it like, oh, okay, you guys, talk to you later. She's yeah, opening the He door was now. like, matter of fact, and he said it. He was like, I don't even want to repeat not, what he said. I'm not. I'm not. That's, he was bugging out. And that's sick shit that make you want to like that. That type of shit make you go and find him and overkill him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you're a relative, relative to them, he, he would he wouldn't have been able to live in jail. No, nah, he wouldn't have been no, able. To live but in if jail. you could find him out here on the streets, he's out here trying to hide and shit. That's somebody you want to try to go find and yeah. overkill. Yeah, but that's even, but that's even like 
the other side of the spectrum, though, because we're talking about young folks, but these people... Older, that's You know, this I'm was saying. his wife, his ex-wife. And so. he killed his girl, his pregnant girlfriend because of depression from his ex-wife. You got to think about that, because when, when you was reading that, his ex-wife still had his last name. Yeah, yeah, Look yeah, yeah, yeah. Black. She did. Yeah, black. Yeah, I noticed that. You I know noticed, what I mean? It's crazy you noticed that, because I noticed that, too. Like, as soon as you said, I'm like, I damn, nigga, that. like... He drove to his wife's house in Columbia and he was living somewhere else yeah. in Baltimore. I did know. And they that. had this, like, she still had his name down there, but he got a baby and a whole nother relationship going on in another state in, in Baltimore. Yeah. And he killed her and bought, ba- like, he got to let her go in Baltimore. What, what are you doing? Let her live, have her babies. Like, I mean, let them all live, to be honest with you. Like, he ain't thinking like that. Like, he though. wasn't he's he thinking was, like, I'm, but what are you thinking about for real? Like, are you thinking about money? I, the, I think, are you thinking about the depression of not having money, like, to take care of kids and not be able to be in their lives? Like, nah, what I is think, it? I think, I think a lot of times, man, when, when people, are going through depression because I've I've gone through depression I've gone through personally, depression too, but I'm talking about this situation. I know, but I'm just saying, just depress. What, what he said was that he was dealing with depression. Mm-hmm. So to me, that that says that like he just he he can't see no further than today. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like like he's probably feels like he's exhausted all his options. Mm-hmm. He has no other you know choices to make. You know, whatever pain he's going through is unbearable for him. He really doesn't see himself coming out of that or, you know, not feeling this kind of pain anymore. You know what I mean? Especially Mm -hmm. when, like you said, people that he may have thought was the love of his life and then his children are involved. You know, sometimes when 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 you're going through pain and you don't see that pain ending, sometimes it's like the only thing to do is to kind of rid yourself of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I can't say what like what makes you go and kill someone because I've never been at that point. But I'm just saying I've I've been to the point where it's like, damn, like is this ever going to end or like like how do I find my way out of this? See, when I was going through like my little phase, I wasn't at no point like that neither. I was just more in a point where I just wanted to be by myself. It wasn't like no suicidal shit. It was just like I need to be alone. Right, right. I don't want to be. I don't like the sunlight today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> I don't the pressure. Want, yeah, like yeah. I don't like the sunlight today. I don't want no fucking food. I'm I'm in my I'm in my. Hut. I don't want to. I don't want to be seen. I I'm don't in my talk hut. to nobody. I don't put the TV on. I ain't gonna front. That was a crazy time. All I wanted to do was listen to. You know, rain sounds and shit on my phone, like shit to take me away from being sitting here in the in the reality. And it's crazy because I had conversations with people when I was going through that, like people I didn't even expect to hit me up, hit me up. And we had great conversations and it kind of brought me out of that show. You know what I mean? People I didn't expect to have those conversations with. Uh, you know what I mean? Just, you know, they come out of nowhere. And that's what I'd be talking about. You know, when God, he'll really like, he'll send somebody if you need help. Yeah. You'll yeah. send them if you need help. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yo, very, very um touchy subject, man. I mean, we could go on and on about it. You know, you definitely want to pray for everybody involved. Anybody who may be going through this type of thing currently. 
Yeah, or, you know, it happens a lot and we don't hear about it a lot. You know what I mean? You know, praise to those families, too, that, you know, they're not in the, no, the, the national media or they might have not even been on the local media, you know what I mean, in the news or whatever the case may be. I just, you know, pray for those families. There's a whole lot of that type of stuff going on out here in all different types of ages. So yeah. I just hope that, man, you know, somehow, some way, the world can, you know, just love and heal a little bit yeah. more better. And, I, and I'll, 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 I'll end this this topic with this last point and it's it's good that we have this type of conversation because there's not a lot of resources if any at all for men who are dealing with this type of stuff so even even and if, women and women but i'm well no there is no there is a lot of resources for women there's tons of resources for women who who are dealing with this type of stuff but there's no resources for men i'm i'm in the nonprofit sector you know what I mean? I've I work in human and um social services. There's not resources for men. There's not preventative services. There's not intervention services. You know what I mean? So us having this conversation definitely brings awareness to it and, and hopefully people will start to create more spaces for people to have these types of conversations and get resources. So, you know what I mean? Check us out, like I said, on social media. On Instagram at Gold Members Podcast. Check out the Facebook page as well. Check out me and bro, uh, me and bros pages. We're both on social media um, individually as well. Um, we in the bios. We in the bios, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Check us out and um, check out our link tree um, links in our bios as well. You can find. All of our content there. You can find all the latest episodes of the Gold Members Podcast. And don't forget Facebook. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, man. If y'all got a Facebook account and y'all don't got none of the DSP services, make sure y'all tap in on Facebook, man. We got everything uploaded on there to every episode. All the videos that we always post our content is all on there. And um, just make sure y'all tap in, man. Share some likes. Conversate with us on there. Yeah, but, you know, aside from all of that, you know, other type of talk, I mean, we are some lovers. We ain't fighters. We some yeah, lovers. you know. And, uh, bro, you wanted to get uh, a little crazy. <laughs> I almost called you raunchy just now. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo. Nah. No, you know what's so crazy? Because you, you asked me where did I get it from, right? Mm-hmm. Like, where did this, this whole thought? Mind you, I got a fucking crazy mind, bro. Like, I really be... I'll be driving and be thinking like, damn, I bust ass over there. <laughs> and I didn't bust ass over there. So like I'm driving, you know what I mean? So we riding the other I mean, I was riding the other day and I'm I'm scrolling, you know what I mean, on IG, and I see some chick. She laying in the telly bed, you know what I mean? Like relaxing, looking clean, cool, bathing suit, blah, 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 blah. I'm thinking to myself, like I crushed that at the crib. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, I crushed that at the crib, but I know she get nastier in the telly. Mm. Why? Not just woman. I just want to personally know why you think guys and women get nastier in the telly than they do at home. Because to know. be honest with you, to be honest with you, from experience, I, I, I it get crazy at the telly. It does. It I don't do, know if it's it the convenience of the, the shower and the bed and the the balcony. Like I just came from yeah. vacation. Like 
months ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if it's the, the balcony, the scenery, or just being on vacation in general, just not being home. Like, you, it, it just feels like the parents ain't around or some shit. Like, nobody's around. Like, you can just do what the fuck you want, act crazy. And me, man, I feel like I have my, my, my wildest times in the telly, even though I don't spend too much time in the telly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my own spot. I do, I would, but... Yeah, what would you rather be at? Your own crib in your own spot or at the telly with something? Um, man, I mean, it depends. Because the crib is crazy. The crib is you got crazy. The couch, you got the bathroom, you got. It, for real, for me, room. it honestly depends on who it is. Yeah. Or what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I say what it is, I mean, what kind of situation, you know. Me yeah. and Shorty's in. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Is this is this someone that I'm like really involved with? Or is this someone that's just I'm just sliding with? There's a difference. You're sliding now, at first base, man. Now if if this is somebody I'm just sliding with, yeah, the telly could get crazy. We could we could we could party the telly for a whole weekend <laughs> and get crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and you're right, you know, it it is Hotels, especially a nice hotel. You get a woman to a nice hotel. Not no, you know, Hampton Inn. You know, you take her to a nice hotel, nice king-size room. You know what I mean? You fuck around and get your suite. You really in business. You can get real crazy. Have you ever seen the shower right next to the bed though? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some you, you know, but I like, I like, I like ones that got the shower and the tub. Sometimes you oh, get yeah, the yeah, drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got the bathtub Ooh. with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, with the with the jacuzzi tub or whatever. How they got the little bowl shaped tub? Suds. Yeah, throw some, throw some uh, suds. Yeah. Throw some some some, Bubble some bubbles in there, yeah. Because I was thinking, now nah, you you wonder why I couldn't get it? Because I was thinking, if you don't got bubble baths, use the shampoo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that kitty cat gonna break out, nigga. Yeah, yeah, use use a little bit of that shampoo, man. Get a sudsy, man. Yeah, all of that. But you're right. The balcony. You know what I mean? You said it earlier. You could trash the room. Don't got to clean up. <laughs> You know what I mean? Leave, leave the room for an hour, come back, fresh sheets, fresh towels. Yeah, you got to take it all off the bed, though, because if you just leave it on the bed, they're just going to make yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You take it all. Yeah, towels, everything. everything. Towels on the floor, everything, everything. everything. I be leaving shit outside the hall. There's definitely the hotel etiquette, too. And I've been in some hotels with some women who don't have the proper hotel etiquette. What you mean? I mean, just what we just said. Oh, Pulling. No, oh. first of all, first of all, when you go into the hotel room, you got to check the bed. Pull the motherfucking sheets back, nigga. Make sure there ain't no motherfucking bed bugs in that motherfucking man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Shake it down too. Yeah, even. shake it down, man. Go ahead and give it. Go, go, go down to the end of the bed, man. And go ahead and shake it out, man. <laughs> shake the sheets out, man. You know what I mean? Check them pillowcases, man. Make sure you ain't laying your head on nothing, laying your face on nothing. You know what I mean? Cause there I might mean, be a, them sheets is white. They white. They white sheets, so you might have your little bit of John Mean on there. Know what I mean? Yeah, or if from it a, maybe from from, from, from the dig. from the last one, the last you dig. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta you clean me? it up. Definitely, man. Yeah, once yeah, once you get the towels, don't hang the towels back up. You throw the towels on the floor. floor. You know what I mean? Put them in a everything pile. Everything fresh every day. At everything the fresh. Yeah, you need to take everything off the bed, especially after fucking. Because I don't know. There's, there's no reason to have that shit still there. Yeah. 
But yeah. me, I ain't gonna front. Something about the home too, though, bro, man. Yeah. It's something about the crib, man, being able to fire up the oven. Fire up the oven. Yo, you want to make some cookies? <laughs> they want fire up the oven. Make yo, some hey, soft baked cookies. Hey, yo, don't get yo, hey, yo, don't give away my cozy thing. Don't, don't give away my cozy dish. You know what I mean? Thing, always got some cookies all, in the works. All, all the babes is Miss Santa. What's yeah. it? Miss Claus. Miss Claus. Everybody get treated cookies like cookies and milk, Claus. huh? Cookies and milk. That's what nigga. you want. Cookies and milk. Come on, man. I got them soft baked cookies, and I got some milk for you. Cause I don't drink milk. No, I can't Unless it's milk. almond. I don't even drink that one either. Yeah, you got to get your almond milk. Nah, that should have taken me out the game. All of that should take me out the game, man. But I'm a house player, man. I like to be in the house. Know what I mean? I could cook me up something. I got two flat screens on the wall. I could fall asleep. I ain't, You know what? I didn't have to pay no motherfucking money for the telly. I got to pay my rent. You know what I mean? So that type of shit is the reason why I might like the crib. But I just like, I like my question was... You do get nastier, yeah. Than the telly, yeah. Than you do at home. It's a nice little change of scenery for him. You know what I mean? It's, it's some but, sometimes, sometimes when you when you up on that thirty fifth floor, man, it just it just brings something different up out of you. Yeah, the gravity stop pulling you down. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I tell you one thing. You was right though about um, just being in the telly and. In that, and who else? Be, who who you're with? Yeah, yeah, it depends who on you're who you're with. with. Yeah, because you could be in the house and still get crazy like that, and don't mind taking all the sheets off, and yeah, you know what I mean, and going to the laundry or whatever you got to do. But yeah, yeah, listen, man, I can't front though. After a day or two, you know, at the crib, I might be ready to kick you out. I might be ready, like, for you to go. Like, a but day at two least is a little too long. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I'm, but I'm just saying, you know, as as. Unless you're my girlfriend, girlfriend, and I understand. Right, but, but still, even then, yeah. But you know, as as opposed to you know dealing with a hotel, you know, I could I could kick it with you for two three days in the hotel because I know what I'm, I'm kind of mentally prepared yeah, for mentally, this. Like okay. like we about to lock in, so we going to get all the snacks, you know, all the liquor, all the weed. Like we going to get it, you know what I mean? Because we're preparing for this. True, but you can prepare and be mentally prepared to have somebody at your house for a three day weekend. True, but I might be town. ready. Right, but you know I, I might mean? be ready for you to go. After too. just 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 <laughs> because I home. know you can go home, just because I know it's like yo, you can. Oh, but y'all both can go home from the telly. Like if you had to tell you that I could go home for a little while, and you can stay here. Right. I just I just think it's 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 a little it's different. It's like a psychological thing. Like you just know, like all right, we're gonna be here for the next two three days, so let's get comfortable. When you coming over, you you here for a day or two. It's like all you right. can leave. Right. Like don't you got something to do? Like, you know what I mean? You got something to do. Like, because I, I got to leave the house at some point just for something. Even I don't care if it's just to go to the store, just take a drive. You know what I mean? Like, I got to get up out of the house. I walk trust, around the block. Do you trust leaving a girl in your house by herself? It's sketchy. It depends. I don't even trust them when they be in the bathroom too long. Like, what are you uh, doing in there? Ain't nothing in the bathroom. But I don't know. Too patient. I got mad cleaning supplies, so I don't think they doing nothing crazy in there. If there was something in there, then I probably have been like, "Man, what the fuck you doing in my bathroom? Like, what you stealing? What you what you stuffing soap bars up the cat? I don't know. That's crazy business, man. I don't thinking, know. Bro. What you think? What you think they taking your pills? They I don't your know. Pills? I just be like, "What are you doing in there so long?" But don't. Uh, I was about to go too far. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna go too far. 
Um, nah, some I don't know. I just feel like what you doing in there too long. Like, like, cause I be thinking that. Like, if I'm at somebody's house, like, chick or no chick, whatever. I try not to be in the bathroom too long. Like, I'm counting how long I'm in here. Like, how long am I oh, yeah. in this bathroom? Yeah. You know what I mean? So sometimes I mean, I'm not chicks... counting how long. If, if I'm comfortable and I've been around, I ain't counting to none of that shit. I might even take a piss with your bathroom door open. Yeah. See? Yeah. Standing up. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But, you know, some sometimes women got to go and go into the bathroom and get they self right. So I get yeah. that. Yeah. I, yeah. I get that. Yeah. You, you get like a five, ten minute grace period just for that. You know what I mean? I know you don't just got to use the girl's bathroom. Minute, a ten minute minimum. Yeah, yeah. Minimum I give, yeah, I give you, you know, ten minutes. You know, 15. you know. I, I know. I know you got to you know use the bathroom, but I know you got to check and make sure you good and all. You know, and I get that. I respect that. We got a bleeder. We got a bleeder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. You know what I mean? Go. Ahead, you know, make sure you right and everything. Okay, good. You know, get comfortable. Make yourself comfortable. So, I get it. I get it. I get it, but I, I think I think that's the ultimate thing. I think you just want to make a woman feel as comfortable as possible. Because I tell you what, hotel or the house, it don't matter if she's comfortable with you. She gonna she gonna hand it. She gonna give you the best work she got. Yeah, as long as she's comfortable, you make her feel comfortable. You but make her feel bringing her to your crib will probably make her feel more comfortable and secure than bringing her to the telly. Yeah, true. Again, it it, it depends on who she is and you know at what stage and if she you're like at. The telly because I can't front. Sometimes I don't even want to be in my house. Like I'm tired of the crib. Yo, there's nothing. A good staycation is beautiful. Having a nice staycation, that especially during thing. the that's winter your, time. That's your fucking thing. Staycation, man. Do a nice little staycation with your shorty, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Go rent a nice little hotel room. You know what I mean? Take her out to dinner. Tell her, make sure you bring something to wear. You know what I mean? So, you oh, know, you're going she on knows. a date date. Yeah, you got to take them out on a date. You know, when you do that, you know, go get some dinner, some drinks. Go back to the telly. Oh, you're doing you know the whole saying? vacation, staycation. That's what okay, a staycation yeah, yeah. is. Know, a staycation, know, know, yeah, but, staycation. But when you said go grab something nice and all that, I'm thinking like that's a regular little date night. But nah, that's the whole. Yeah, nah. Well, you know, but bring out a nice little dress or a nice little outfit. It could be like yeah, jeans and heels. I'm not gonna lie to you, sweetheart. Put the sweats on for me. I like a. I like when they come through with the sweats and the hoodie on, man. Yeah, yeah, I love the sweats and a hoodie, man, and a nice jean jacket or something, sweetheart. Like, yeah, have that, but see, but see, and that's another <laughs> thing too. But you know, any any time you give a woman a reason to dress Get up, dolled up, dolled up, they gonna yeah. love you, and they gonna act up too. They gonna, they gonna love you Anytime you give a room a woman good, a reason, yeah, good, to get good. dolled up, do a makeup, her hair. Put on a nice outfit. Like I said, it don't got to be a you know whole dress. It could be jeans and heels. Mm-hmm. But give her a reason to get dolled up. Then go. Then go for the kill. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be much easier because by the end of the night, she's gonna be ready to give it to you. You ain't even gonna have to work for it. Yeah, and I'm the masseuse too. I'm the masseuse. I don't. We ain't going nowhere. I got this shit. I got the oil. You know I mean, and they they love it. You know what I mean? They, look for real. They only put them clothes on so that you could take them off. I mean, you know. Now I'm giving away too much of the secrets, but yeah, I'm about to say, you know, giving away sauce. Yeah, I'm giving, I'm giving away too we got, much. We got a certified lover boy episode coming again. You know what I mean? Give her a reason to put that put that nice fit on. She gonna give you a reason to take it off. Give her, her a reason to first. put that shit on. 
take that shit off. I like that one, bro. I like that. You I know like what I mean? One. Yeah, yeah. I like for sure. You heard it right here. Goldman for podcast. Let him, lip, let him lip lock on the love muscle. Yeah. <laughs> you know how that go. <laughs> you know how that go. The love muscle. Yeah, you know what I mean? Cause we 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 lovers, not fighters. I'm I'm glad we did that 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 mix up of the conversation, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Showing them love and you know, versus right. all of that other, you know, yeah. controversial stuff that's going on too, man. So, you know. Yeah, man, I I don't really got too much else left, bro. Only thing I really got is that bullshit Travis Scott interview. I don't really got too much to say oh, about yeah. it. I don't really got too much to say about it, but that shit was a bad move on his part, man. He should have never did that. He should have stayed out of the way. He, we never really heard Travis Scott talk besides making music. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And he came out and sat down with Charlemagne, who obviously must be the new Oprah or Gil, because he's doing all these little interviews and trying to break the silence on people when they're not talking about stuff at the current time. He asked him some tough questions, you know what I mean? And he let him know, like, yo, people are going to nitpick this interview, so make sure you let people know what you're really thinking about and how you really feel and what you want to come from this. You know what I mean? And he didn't really... He didn't. He was kind of repetitive, and he kind of pushed a couple blames on. I mean, pushed blame on a few other people, mm-hmm. but um, he did kind of try to take accountability for what happened. He feels bad because I ain't even gonna front. Even Charlemagne was like, "Man, you got kids, man. Imagine if you was in the the, the you know transform places with them. You know right. what I mean? Like pretty much." Stormy, like, what if that stormy situation? How would you, what would you want to take place? And his answer was kind of, you know, it was shabby. It wasn't even shabby. It just wasn't raw. It seemed written. Uh, it wasn't genuine. Yeah, it wasn't genuine enough for me. You know what I mean? The whole interview, like, he definitely seemed like he cares. But just that, like, at certain points, you could tell, like, he's trying to get past this shit. You right, know what I right, mean? Right. More than help get through it, he's trying to get uh, past it. I see what you mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, he's just doing whatever he can to get past it and see it through. Because he know in the next five to six months, people ain't going to talk about it, but the families who are affected are going to still be affected for the rest of their lives. Right. You know what I mean? So, and that's what he's really saying. Like, I want to be there for the families and help the families, but he got to, you know, he got to sit back right now. He, yeah. can't, he shouldn't be out here putting on no evidence or talking on camera and doing none of that stuff until this is handled in the courtroom, which is going to. Like, it's going to be there. So why, you know, jeopardize whatever's going to happen, any suing, any money? He jeopardizing that by doing these interviews and stuff like that and talking out. Yeah, nah, I, I, would, I, I wouldn't think that it's a smart idea to do an interview while you got millions of dollars worth of lawsuits. Like, mm-hmm. I would not be doing no interviews. I wouldn't you know what I mean, especially if you don't got nothing good to say. Like, if you're not just coming out and just owning it and just being apologetic and being genuine and sincere, then you better off just not saying nothing. Because when it first happened, he had a, a, a spokesperson, a publicist talking on his behalf everywhere. And now all of a sudden you're doing an interview after your lawyers told you not to do it. Right. They 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 told you not to do it and you decided to do it anyway. So I don't know, man. Hopefully, you know. Again, prayers with their, those families that's going through that situation. Um, hopefully, man, next part, we ain't got too much tragic situation shit for y'all, man, because this was kind of like a little bit of a sad little situation we had going on with our last couple topics, man. But um, Nah, man, I mean, it's, but, uh, you know, all of it's good conversation, no, no, I, yeah, man. You know, I mean, you know, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but I just feel like, you know, this is what's going on right now. And this is, this, yeah. you know, a lot of times these, these, these are the tough conversations to have, but... 
It needs to be had. And it, and it's hard because we're having these conversations around holiday season. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's around the time, you know, people are so family-orientated, family-generated, especially after uh, Halloween. Everything's about family and being together and Thanksgiving and giving on Christmas, Kwanzaa, which is my new favorite holiday, and New, new Year's. Kwanzaa, you serious with your Kwanzaa shit, I huh? I am. I'm dead ass. I love that <laughs> shit, man. I, 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 that's my new favorite holiday, man, if you really want to celebrate something with your boy. Celebrate Kwanzaa with me. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Nah, man, but, you know, big up to, you know, all the families, you know, of that tragedy and everything. I hope I hope everybody get through it, man. And get what they deserve, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this was a great episode, bro. Episode 17 was a great episode, man. Um, I'm loving it, man. Great topics, man. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting the Gold Members Podcast. That's been rocking out with us, man. Showing us love, streaming everything, you know, following us on social media and all of that. Um, so with that being said, I'm one half of the gold members podcast, certified gold member Herb Reed. Other half of the gold members podcast, man, certified gold member Tyson, man. You already know what it is, man. Make sure you're following us on all social media platforms, gold members podcast on IG and Twitter. What you got for him, bro? Definitely, man. And check us out on all the top digital streaming platforms. Check out all of our past episodes. You can find all of our new upcoming episodes right there. And we're going to keep giving it to y'all, man. We're going to keep feeding the streets. Yes, sir. Uh, and yeah, make sure you follow me, man, on Twitter and Instagram. And by the end of the week, man, y'all should be able to mean, I mean, listen to our podcast on YouTube, too, man. We've been uploading on there. Yeah, for so, sure. Follow me on social media at Herb Reed. It's just H-E-R-B. R-E-A-D. That's on all social media, man. Get with us. Gold Members Podcast. Real <laughs> I'm gonna drop one. Talking about the top, you know, yeah, I keep a hat gun. Load a lot.